Hallelujah. <laughs> glory, 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 glory to glory to glory to glory. Because our spirit is ever growing. Amen. What is your spirit growing in? The rainbow. What's the rainbow? Wisdom and understanding. Ooh, that's something good to grow in spiritually. Counsel and might. Oh, wow, let's do miracles. Knowledge, fear of the Lord. Woo! Gonna be smart, intelligent people. And the spirit of the Lord. Oh, we're gonna sit on the heavenly sphere and rule the entire world. Ephesians 2 6. <laughs> How many times have we heard, You are seated with Christ in heavenly places? But that verse is all about ruling and governing the entire world. <laughs> and, no, and no Christians are walking in it. Not yet. I'm telling you, this is going to get totally wild. Because people have been wanting this, and religion and church has blocked it. Faction leaders have blocked it. I mean, everyone said it's impossible to hit the mark of the high calling. You know, it's like so much doubt and unbelief, so much brain. Even people that are strengthened with might in their heart, we got to go lower still. I saw this during worship that the humility, the Bible says that Jesus Christ humbled himself even further to the point of the cross. You know, came in the likeness of a man, you know, and then he humbled himself even further to death on the cross. There is a humbling now of this kingdom company even further. And I saw it as this. The consciousness in the mind going into the heart, literally a lowering of humility and seeing not from the head but seeing from the heart. And guess what? There's a place lower than the heart where the throne of God is in your spirit. It's true. That's the perfection of the great white eagle's vision that we're going to walk in. And I believe not just eight of us, not just 300 of us. 300 lead the way for three million. And then it'll be numbers beyond counting because this is the entire reason of life on earth, to walk with God and be glorified internally. <laughs> and everyone's got a counterfeit version of it and some kind of dumb satanic crap that has no fulfillment in the external realm. And they got their hearts and brains connected to all kinds of idolatry and none of them are happy. You're only happy when you're blessed by having your heart and mind connected to Christ. You know, and sometimes people have some outside connections to Christ, but that's scraps. We're not eating scraps. We're eating face to face. John 20, 20, and when they saw the Lord, they were in ecstasy and rapture. Amen. And where do you see him? The demons want you to think out here somewhere, but God the Father wants you to think disconnect from externalism, connect your brain and heart to the Lamb of God, who sits upon the throne of your spirit life. We shared that three times yesterday. Philemon, Philippians, Galatians. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. All building, 
All spiritual growth must come from your belly. Out of your belly flowing rivers of living waters for those who believe. But of this you spoke of the Holy Ghost. Unless you're building from your own spirit life outward, you're laboring in vain. It's true. You can go lower than your heart. Your vision must go lower. You're a prophet? Wonderful. There's a hundred thousand prophets. There's a hundred thousand apostles in the world. You got to, you know, eight billion people or something on planet Earth. So there's thousands of prophets and apostles. That's wonderful. We stir up all that prophetic and apostolic anointing in your bellies. You know, there's a place of absolute perfection in the white throne judgment seat of Christ. That's a mark of the high calling that many of us are going to achieve in the next year, two years, three years. You know, I know a lot of people are antsy and they want it right now, but you grow down. Most people don't have the humility to even receive one word of Red Letter Ministries. And all the stuff you had to go through in Christianity and life experience to even get here today, to eat solid meat for the mature, you know? A lot of baby Christians just choke on spiritual maturity and things that have to do with ruling and reigning. Things that have to do with the throne room and the glory of God. But I'm telling you, there's an acceleration for people to mature. There's an acceleration where you can go lower in your vision and see with the eyes of the Lamb on the throne. He's in your spirit. When you recognize Christ in your spirit, the blood covenant, the new covenant, that Christ actually took up residency in your spirit. That's why it says you're translated out of darkness into His glorious light. And if anyone's in the Lord, He's one spirit with the Lord. The new covenant is your one spirit now with the Lord Jesus Christ. But all the temptations of Satan and his angels and all the demons of religion is to trample your own spirit life underfoot and to serve God outwardly, which is bewitchment of Jezebel. So we're dealing with a lot of Christians, millions and millions of Christians that are doubly dead, God outside-minded, and bewitched by the witch. Jezebel, the principality of Christian religion and all externalism. It's a major epidemic. It is so rare. It's a needle in a haystack to find a Christian that's not God outside minded, bewitched by Jezebel, even in the charismatic church. I don't even know of a single one in any type of leadership in the entire charismatic church and all the ministers on God TV and all speaking in tongue circles that is not God outside-minded. They have yet to realize Christ or the glory. They have an external, a little bit of an external anointing. You know, and they try to walk with God externally in an old covenant style. And God allowed it because that's the best He had amongst His people for decades. Decades. Because no one would realize the glory. And God is so humble and so loving that He's like, I'll let you have the external anointing. I'll let you have the external mantle. Even though the fullness is in your spirit and you don't understand anything about the new covenant, I'll let you walk in old covenant mantles and old covenant anointings in Christianity for 2,000 years. God allowed it. 
Why? Because he loves us so much and he's so humble. And I'm telling you now, God has raised a standard in the third day, the resurrection, which has everything to do with your spirit life being realized by your mind. And your mind coming into absolute submission to Christ in your spirit, in your belly. And that's the change and the paradigm shift worldwide. That's how the expression of Christianity will be completely transformed in one generation. That's how all the prophecies will be fulfilled. That's how we'll have a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. And in fact, when you realize that Christ and the new covenant is with your spirit in your belly, and you realize that infinite measure of anointing that's been given every single one of you inside, inside your spirits, that is the, the point where you actually manifest sonship. That's the turning point from technon baby Christian to huios mature one. And I tell you the truth, in the kingdom age, people will be born again or born even physically as huios. That's the mature ones who are always living out of their rich treasury of glory, living out of their spirit and nothing external. If you study Jesus of Nazareth, he was a huios from birth. <laughs> He's the only one that was ever a huios or a mature one from birth because he was fully dependent on the Holy Spirit, conceived of the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb. So when you're dependent on the Spirit and the Spirit's inside your belly, you're huyos. You're mature because that's how Jesus walked. And He modeled it. Firstborn amongst many. Sons of God. <laughs> he was a one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old huyos. I tell you the truth, I've seen it before in visions. People born during the Kingdom Age, babies, will be born huyos. Their spirit will develop faster than even their flesh develops. And they'll never have their spirit trapped inside their belly. And they'll be never fed external you know, gnosis of the tree of knowledge infiltrating the brain and the killing of their own spirit life. Those days are over. That's Babylon the Great. And that's Satan and his angels' destruction of the human race for 6,000 years of the tree of knowledge. And all that external knowledge coming into the brain that kills and self-destructs your own spirit. In utero, your heart is formed first. And then from the heart, the brain is created. But when you're born into this world, Satan and his angels and all the demons, 200 million strong, immediately start feeding your brain knowledge to trample and kill and self-destruct your own heart. But in the kingdom age, the heart always has priority over the head. And if the heart and the head become dependent on your spirit, and living out of the seven spirits of God through your spirit, your heart and your head will be fed fresh anointing every day, and your body will never see decay. He overcame death on the cross. It's a perfect covenant. We just haven't modeled it. We'll model it. I'm walking in it. <laughs> we get stronger in it every day. And I'm telling you guys, this generation, Millions will be young at a hundred years old for one simple reason. They disconnected their brains from Satan's stars and connected their brain 
to the bright morning star. Full submission to Christ on the throne. Full submission of the flesh and the brain to Jesus Christ. Honoring the lamb that was slain. How? By giving him full control of your skull and every thought, all reasoning, all education, all logic, all intelligence be given to the Lamb who's on the throne. Let everyone's minds be crucified with Christ and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is what enforces the crucifixion of the carnal mind and brings obedience to Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. Those that are walking in it now, they're pioneering it, showing off perfection of the new covenant, showing off obedience to the Lamb on the throne who lives inside the new covenant spirit, the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the plumbing of God, what Adam and Eve walked in before they fell. Adam and Eve didn't understand this stuff. They just took it for granted. Took us thousands of years. Daniel didn't know about it, but he said knowledge will increase. Daniel chapter 12. Jesus understood it. Jesus said, Out of your belly flows rivers. He always spoke of the heart. The Apostle Paul understood it. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 It was all about internalism and casting off the externalism of religion. The Judaizers were all external. Obedience of the flesh. Going to church. Going to synagogue. Building churches. Doing external works that have the appearance of good. Filling the brain with the knowledge of good. Those were all the enemies that caused Paul's churches to go apostate. It was all the tree of knowledge. It's all the religious demons. It's all Satan and his angels. It's all religion. This is the generation that casts off religion and fully realizes the internalism of the new covenant. (laughs) And the body will be absolutely glorified. And the heart and the mind will be disciplined to continuously drink from the Spirit. And the throne of God is in your spirit, the very source of the living waters. I saw a lamb on a throne, and proceeding from the throne was a river of life. We read it as like, oh, no, I see the lamb on the throne in my belly. And from my belly proceeds the river of glory, the river of creative life. The river that heals the nations, the river that flows through my heart and glorifies my blood so that my blood has so much anointing and glory in it that no sickness and disease can penetrate my skin. Even though everyone around me has had highly contagious diseases for the last month, it hasn't touched me, not even one symptom. And everyone around me has been getting sick with these highly contagious diseases this last month. It's incredible. And it's all because of so much glory in my heart pumping it through my blood. <laughs> Scabies is what they've had for a month all around me. Everyone, I, you know, they say it's extremely contagious. I didn't have one symptom, nothing. And I know it's because of the glory of God in my heart. And every day relying on the anointing, being immune to every sickness and disease. I haven't been sick since I've been born again. Been 19 years. When I got born again, and when I was 
going out in missions work as an inner city missionary in 2006. You know, I still had some carnal thoughts, and I said, what about health insurance, Lord? You know, I still got bills. What about my cell phone bill? And he's telling he's me to not even raise support and just go do this wild stuff, absolutely organic, you know, in 2006, and just all this crazy stuff he's asking me to do. And I asked him, what about health insurance? And the Holy Spirit spoke audibly inside the temple of the Holy Spirit and said, I'll be your health insurance. I've never been sick one day. The Holy Spirit has never let me down. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost and in love, you'll go on the adventure of your life. You'll forsake everything in the world. All the stuff they say you need in the world, you don't need it. The only thing you need is the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. I've tested this thing out. We've been through hell. I mean, I've been shot at 25 times, carjacked twice. I've been in gang riots. I mean, I've been I've had drive-by shootings Literally, nearly every room in my house has bullet holes through it. They've shot up my house. They've shot up my car. We've been in the midst of gang warfare for 10 years. I've had execution-style murders 10 feet away from me with guns pointed at me through people's heads exploding. And we've seen it. We've seen it all. We've been at the front lines in inner-city missions work for 12 years. And the Holy Spirit has never let me down even once. I mean, and it's comical. He's so almighty. He's so powerful. And if you just keep feeding your spirit the Word, and the more you feed your spirit with the Word, you walk in the strength of the Word of God. The Lion of Judah. The Word of God. <laughs> A lot of people are weak. A lot of people are feeble. And I tell them, feast on the Word. They don't do it. People actually accuse us of getting into idolatry of the Word. I'm like, no, idolatry of the Word is when you're a Pharisee and you have it in your brain. <laughs> yeah. Feasting on the bread of heaven, the hidden manna, is when you fill your belly, listening to the living, living Word and having your stomach full of hidden manna. So it's all in your heart. It's not in my head. I'm not a Pharisee. I'm a son of God. It's all in my heart. The entire Word of God is written on my heart, and all the anointing of God is upon the Word of God, and the Word of God is God's Word and belongs to God, so all of His power is on His Word. All of His strength is on His Word. If you're not feasting on the Word of God, we've been feasting on the Word of God this last two months more than ever before. More than ever before. Getting so strong, it's scary. This is getting fun. Today, Ephesians and Philippians and Revelation. I'm going to Ephesians, Philippians, and Revelations kick. That's pretty much all I've listened to in Colossians. 8 to 16 hours a day for the last two months. And I'll do it forever. I could feast on that much bread every single day for eternity. And it's not boring because I get so energized with the Holy Spirit, with Christian energy with the river of glory burning through my heart, and I see all the words of God coming through my heart and out my mouth and out my soul towards everyone around me in the boldness of the Lion of Judah, and it just cuts and shreds every lie like the song of Moses from Mount Zion, and angels enforce every word that proceeds from God's throne. And when you recognize the throne of God in your spirit, and you feast on the word of God and your belly's full, and all the words of God are written on your heart, 
angels will obey every word that comes out your mouth. It's creative, it's powerful, it's effective, and it's fervent. And it tears down all the strongholds of the enemy. The paradigm shift of the nations is because some overcomers are so well fed on the bread, the word, and the wine, the anointing of Mount Zion in the third heaven, and we've climbed all the way to the top, and we dwell in the high place of holiness, in the city of glory, in the city of God, and our cups overflow all these words upon all flesh on earth. And we're cleansing the nations with the word of God. It's like a rain of swords of fire. It's like a rain of fireballs filled with God's creative power. And it's just smashing through everyone's skulls. Smashing, just picking off every lie. Picking off, and America's getting cleansed by fire. The fire of the Word of God. It's not just some hocus-pocus fire. No, it's the Word of God fire. The fire of God is only in the Word of God. The Word of God showed up to Saul of Tarsus in Acts chapter 9 going killing Christians as a ball of energy in the sky, hovering and levitating. Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Jesus responds, It's not easy kicking against the pricks. And then, bam, he's blinded. That ball of light, the Word of God, the fire of God, went right into his belly. And he was led into Damascus. And someone prayed for him, and scales fell off his eyes. Those were reptilian scales of religion. He was a serial killer and a religious murderer and a self-righteous punk. (laughs) And those dragon scales of the red dragon whose tail swept one-third of the stars fell off his eyes, and I'm sure he felt a a shell, like a reptile shell, rock off and hatch around his soul. And as that reptilian shell came off his soul, he entered the glory of God. Galatians said he went into Arabia and for 14 years had all the religion taken out of his heart and mind to understand that one encounter with the Word of God that energized his spirit and raised him from the dead. I'm telling you guys, The resurrection of the dead is God the Father's word into your spirit. And your spirit takes over your heart and all of the spirit of God takes over your soul and you're illuminated by the Messiah. There's an illuminati of Satan. There's an illuminati of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, being illuminated by Jesus is a lot better than being illuminated by the angel of light that deceives. What a joke. If there's any fear whatsoever about conspiracy, the pyramid on your $1 bill, Freemasonry, secret societies, you know, Rothschild and Rockefeller, whatever, Roosevelt papers. If you have any fear, fear not. The illumination of Jesus Christ, which is where we get the word Illuminati, to be illuminated, is so far superior than the illumination of the fallen angels and their stars in the second heavens that this is absolutely comical. They want you to think they're a big deal. They want you to think they're so powerful because they rule by confusion, the fallen angels, Satan and his angels, and people that have given their hearts and covenant to fears. They want you to think they're so powerful. They're not powerful. They are so weak. Every principality, power, throne, dominion, and all spiritual wickedness 
of the heavenly sphere, the demons on the earth, and the demons under the earth are weak, so weak. Christ is the headship of all mankind. And once you get your head illuminated by the Holy Spirit through your spirit, build up with the Word of God, you will recognize this. You'll realize God is almighty. You don't have enemies. You don't. You just have deception. Your enemies are like phantoms that are like vapors of darkness that just dissolve as soon as your mind is illuminated by the Messiah who comes up from your spirit in the resurrection of the dead. Your spirit is being raised above all the dead things in your heart, the stones in the heart, the weeds in the heart, the birds that eat the seeds of the Word of God in your heart. And your spirit gets energized. You're like, I'm done with those rocks and the cares of this world and all the foolishness, all the world, all the Satan, all the sin. I'm done. I'm getting zipped up. I'm getting zipped up in my heart. I'm getting all the rocks and all the weeds out of my heart. The birds and the flies that are alive are going to be cast off the perfume. And this whole heart's going to belong to the Messiah who lives in my spirit. And then, bam, it just completely releases all of that glory through the heart into the soul. And the soul is illuminated from the heart, and the heart is on fire from the Spirit, and now you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's the new covenant. (laughs) That's what you're all going to begin to walk in. I tell you the truth. And when your soul is illuminated by the Messiah, you'll be able to speak deliverance to every person You'll be able to speak the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, to every single person around you. Your prayers will change from begging to decreeing and creating. When I speak, I create. I don't do any of this weird Christian prayer like you see in church. It's barbaric. It's like Dark Ages stuff. You have the fullness of God's glory in the throne of God that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper in your spirit. Believe. Believe that He's in you. Lay hands on your belly and let your spirit grow in stature, wisdom, and favor and take over your heart and mind. And then see your words created when you speak. And if they're not, keep feasting on the Word and building your spirit up until there's power and authority of every word that comes out of your mouth like a two-edged sword. None of your words should ever fall to the ground. All of your words should be obeyed by angels because this is a perfect covenant and your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Amen. Hallelujah. So it's an incredibly powerful time of the manifestation of the sons of God. And all the enemies are the enemies of external religion. And it's all witchcraft. (laughs) And the glory of God is the true light. And the witchcraft of Satan's stars in the brain is the false light. Beware that the light in you isn't actually darkness. Jesus Christ, red letters, gospels, it is written. People have this light in them and they're actually full of darkness because it's religious light. It's the fading glory of the law of Moses of externalism. It's the light of the sun and the moon and the stars. (laughs) It's the light of the stars that fell from heaven. You don't want that in you. Get that darkness out of you that you think is light. And let the true light, Jesus Christ, the resurrection and the life, raise your spirit up 
and all the morning star and the glory of God will illuminate your soul with glory. And you'll blaze in the river of glory through your forehead with the seal of the name of God the Father, the name of God the Son, and the name of New Jerusalem. And you'll be a temple of the third heaven and a priest and a king of the Melchizedek order, a true son of God forever, in the name of Jesus Christ. If you want to sow into that word, donate at redletterman.com and be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.